I hope it's recording. I hope it's live. <laughs> I clicked the button now, so it looks like it's everything up and running. Um, so, sorry, so we're live. I Maybe. think so. I'm trying to refresh the YouTube on my phone. It looks like it's live, bro. Cool. It says this live event will begin in five minutes. So I think what happens is maybe it records for five minutes and then it starts. So it's actually like a five minute delay. I think I've got no clue to be honest. Um, but yeah, that would make sense. Like, it looks like cool. it's working. So the past three hours haven't been a waste. I'm trying to figure this oh, out. Yeah, shots yeah. So if ever, if Actually, anyone's watching, um, hello everyone. It's, it's uh, good to be here. If you could maybe just drop a comment for us, let us know if you're watching this live or if you're watching a replay, uh, where, where are you in the world? Are you in the UK here yeah, with me or are you back home in South Africa? with D or you somewhere else in the world yeah. drop a comment we'll definitely be in the comments after this um I'll, I'll go over it after work a bit later um but yeah we I'm quite excited how are you feeling D oh man I can't wait I've been looking forward to this the whole week yeah, yeah. I actually <laughs> forgot what we're talking about <laughs> because I've been so busy trying it. to figure out this this broadcasting so today is topic of discussion is when do you become a man but i don't mean that in the physical sense or the cultural sense because physical sense obviously you're a man once you hit puberty <laughs> so more emotional traits of what a man is when do you become a man so you you say like i think i don't actually think of it in that way you know what i mean because um, obviously there's a physical side to it. Like you're technically biologically a, ch a child before you've hit puberty. And then, you know, your body changes and becomes fully grown or full sized when you go through puberty. So that's like the physical side, you know? Um, do, do you think that plays a, a big part in changing the emotional side and how you think? Obviously, that there might be some hormones involved that completely change the way that you you know you actually your thinking process. Um, that's a. Do you think you can be a man point. before you hit puberty? Um, I do think you can be a man before you hit puberty, but obviously, like science. I was reading my one of my modules the other day, and they were speaking about psychology of who you are, and how when you get to a certain age, you develop the brain function to be conscious of who you are. So then you start thinking about who I actually am. So I do think um, you can be a man before puberty, but I think in most cases, it'll come after puberty because of that brain development. What do you yeah. think? I, I think to a very large extent, you, you're probably correct. Uh, you know, but the thing is, it becomes a very uh, touchy subject when you haven't reached puberty yet, and you feel like you're you're a man. You feel like in your in your heart you are a man. You feel like, you know, because the thing is, some people will will be very influenced by some sort of a circumstance, and now they're forced to become a man, or maybe just somebody is tired of being a child. You know, maybe somebody just grows up fast just because that's the way that they are. So they start to show characteristics of what 
uh, a man is. You know, they start to posture themselves in a certain way because they want to make their identity a man. Like, I, I was watching Modern Family, and I know that it's not real life, but I always think of that that guy Manny, and he he dresses like in suits, and like he he's such a grown up from like so young, and he wants to be like a man, and he's into like culture and like paintings and art and stuff. You know, he he wants to position, and he made his identity around that. So from young, he's made himself a man, basically, right? And in in many ways, this this young guy is behaving and acting like more of a man than what certain older guys are in their 50s just because of the way that he he portrays himself and the way that he he comes across to people and he hasn't hit puberty yet you know so technically on a biological level yet he's not a man he hasn't hit puberty but he's behaving like a man i would i would assume he's a man i would say in many ways he's more of a man than than somebody who's who's gone through puberty, but you know they have no idea how to control their thoughts and emotions, and they, they just act like a child. Somebody who's immature and gets angry, somebody who doesn't know how to control, you know their desires or anything like that. So I don't know how you, what what to really say about. I I think puberty is is a big part of it, but and obviously culture wise, there's a certain age. But what do you think about? saying that you're not a man until you've hit puberty you're not a man until you've hit puberty and then that forces people to think that they're not a man until they reach a certain age because people reach puberty at different ages you know then people think oh i'm a man and you're not a man so that's what happens when you start placing things on a certain age and you start saying you're only a man when you hit puberty no i agree with you 100 percent, brad uh I don't, I don't think, think being a man has an age limit. I hear where you're coming from. I do agree with you. Because not for sure. Why? If you if you want to be a man, I think that that that's based on principles and that's based on um, an identity. I think it's it's simply positioning and posturing yourself with that identity of a man. And being a man is different to everybody. Right, like my my idea of of being a man is is different to what you think being a man is. So what's to say now, because I'm a man, in my in my idea of what a man is, right? Now I'm comparing myself to you, and I'm saying not you you're not a man, you know, like what? Just 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 because this is something that you now are different in. You swim a lot, right? Oh, like men don't swim. Yes, Why do they wear those tight things? You know. Like, why do you why do you wear those things around your your junk like that's not manly you know like or someone will say like why do you wear a speedo like i play water polo yeah wearing a speedo is not manly people have different ideas of what what being a man is right now for sure um uh, it's all opinionated man but um going going off what you're saying what are the principles that you think a man is because you touched on one that i think is very big of what a man is and that was uh not being too emotional so not letting your emotions control you like a man is going to remove himself from the the situation if he's angry uh but also having said that he's going to feel emotion you know like if he needs to cry he's going to cry within reason so yeah. being in control of your emotion is a big thing that i think being a man is what uh, what other principles do you think of being a man uh, just, to, just to carry on with with that i think what you said is right you just because you you're in control of your emotions 
doesn't mean you're pretending they're not there. So I know in culture, men are supposed to be tough. Like they're not supposed to show emotion. Um, but that's not true. You're supposed to be in touch and you're supposed to feel what you feel, but you're supposed to understand why you feel that way so that then you can yes. then you can act and interact instead of reacting to things. Like if something that happened to me yesterday, I'm just going to tell a short story. Um, so I, I deliver pizzas, right? And there was very specific instructions from this uh, delivery to go around the side, park on the slope, um, and to make sure I park in front of the house, in front of nowhere else, right? So I went, and it's a single, it's a one-way road, and it's a long driveway all the way along uh, all the houses, like the same long driveway with just a little um, brick wall in between each little house, like separating where they need to park their cars. So I parked off the road, because it's a one-way, on the driveway, and I got out, and I was getting my pizzas, and some random guy just walks past me, whatever, and I just thought it's like some random guy, right? So I just got my pizzas out, and he says to me, oh, you parked over the whole sidewalk. So I didn't really hear him. I was like, what do you mean? And, and like, what did he say? Sorry. Like, I'm smiling. Like, I'm happy. I'm having a good day. And he, he's like, you parked over the whole sidewalk. So I said, like, uh, you know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, I'm dead serious. Your whole car is taking over the whole sidewalk. So I'm like, like, are you being serious? Like, I just noticed that he's being, he's angry now, right? So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, are you being serious? He's like, I'm dead serious. Move your car. And he's swearing at me. He's like, move your fucking car. So I was like, whoa, dude, like, why? And he's like, do you expect my kids to to, to walk? What did he say? He said, where are my kids supposed to walk? So I'll, he points down the street. And there's like four kids at the bottom down there. And, and, and like his girlfriend or his wife or something. And I, and I pointed to the space that's next to my car. There's plenty of space for people to walk on the sidewalk next to my car. I'm not taking up the whole sidewalk, right? And there's still the driveway and there's still the whole road. There's no cars anywhere nearby. Um, and, you, and I said, like, yeah, they can walk here. And he, he says, so you expect them to walk in single file? <laughs> so I said, okay, what do you want, man? Like, what do you want? You want me to move my car? He's like, you better fucking move your car. So I just said, okay, I'll move it. I got back in the car. I just reversed. I parked in the road. I got out. And I was like, this guy is obviously upset about something, right? Like, I'm, I'm. I'm understanding that he's not upset about me. Like, I don't even know this guy. I haven't done anything to him except I parked you. So he's obviously upset about something and now this is his escape and he wants to take out his anger at me or something. So I'm just trying to be calm. But obviously my stomach's churning and I'm like, fuck, like, I don't want to get attacked here now for no reason. I don't want this person to just start like, going nuts. I don't know what's going on inside his head. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm just trying to be calm. And I get out and he's like, fuck you, your dominoes, this, that and F you and your Lexus and blah, blah, blah. And he's like really going off. And I'm, and I just ignored him. Like, I just pretend like I didn't hear him. I grabbed the pizzas, closed the door, locked the car. And he's still tuning me, still swearing at me all the way up until I get to the, to the front door. I knock, person opens and say, hello, you have your pizzas. Like, you know, <laughs> so, that's just an example of somebody who I think is not in control of their emotions at all. Right. He obviously had a bad day. Maybe he lost his job or something. He's angry because I'm young. He was like in his 40s, right? Way older than me. Maybe he's angry because I have a job and he doesn't. Or I have a, like, a car and he doesn't. You know, like he, he named those two things. So I'm assuming he's, he's upset about that or something. He's 
maybe feeling insecure that he's not a good father, so he wants to like make sure they have space to walk on the sidewalk. They had to cross the road anyway at the top. So they they were ended up walking in the road anyways. But you know, like that was just an and I'm not trying to like brag, but I was very in control of how I felt in that moment because my first response was to be like, you know, go F yourself. Like, I'm not moving my car, you know. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, phone the police. They're not going to come here because you said some guy parked on the driveway. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, like my, my first reaction is to like that masculine energy. It's to like, who are you to think that you can just shout at me? Who are you to like, just get angry at me? I haven't done anything to you. Then the second kind of response is to like, okay, well, what's the opposite of that? Is to kind of like back down and cower out of it. And then like, you, you just have to understand, I didn't deny those feelings. I didn't deny that I was feeling a bit like a bit nervous and a bit scared, but I was in control of it and I understood why I felt that way. It's because there was a real danger there. Exactly. There was a real possibility that something was going to happen. But I knew that if, if I reacted, it was only going to like fuel him more, right? And obviously me moving the car and parking there, made him a bit upset because he didn't get the reaction that maybe he was hoping for. And he got more angry because I, I reacted, I, I acted, sorry, with, out of, with calm. And I didn't react back to him. So he got even more angry. He acted like a man. You yeah. know, for something, for something to exist, it needs resistance. Like, if I'm, gonna, if I'm pushing against my hand here really hard, but there's no resistance from this other hand, like, what's going to happen? It's just going to fall flat. Like... For something, for somebody to be angry at somebody else, it needs resistance. But if you just allow them to be angry at you and you just show no resistance, it's just gonna fall flat. Just like it's gonna have nothing to 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 be there to hit, you know. But if you if you posture yourself like a wall and you don't allow that just to go through you and to just like be out, then that's gonna hit you and you're gonna have that against yourself. That could have ruined my whole day, but I didn't let it. You know, I just decided this guy is obviously having a bad day. It has nothing to do with me, and you just let go. So. You're in control. When it comes to being exactly. in, in, being in control of your emotions, isn't not having emotions, because these guys who want to be tough and the guys who want to say like I don't get sad or I don't feel pain, you know nothing hurts me or I don't feel love, I don't feel scared. Don't lie to yourself. Be honest about it, but learn how to deal with it and learn how learn what it means and learn all of that stuff. And it's a, it's a long process, right? So another another quality I think is. Being a man isn't binary. It's not you aren't a man or you are a man. It's not A or B. It's not one or the other. It's not like you, you're 17, 17 years, 364 days old, and now you're, 300, now you're 18 years old the next day. Now now you're a man, like overnight. Yeah. That doesn't happen. It's, it's a, I, w- I want to call it a scale. It's like, you know, that acid base scale. What's it called? A spectrum. That pH, say, that pH thing, you know, it's like, a, <laughs> what's it called? I can't remember, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think I like the word spectrum. It's like on one end, you're onto man, you're like a little child, but then on the other end, you're a mature male, you're a mature, mature man, right? Nobody, maybe when you're born, you're one end and like some people can be somehow a pure man right but everybody has an inner child in them i think so there's there's no ways you could really be one or the other i think everyone falls somewhere in between somewhere can i can i stop you very quickly brad yeah um so i do i do agree with what you're saying there was a book i read a while back and the name was uh the way of the superior man it's by david dider 
I may have yeah. butchered the surname pronunciation, I think but I've anyway. Heard of it, but I haven't read it. Uh, it's a good book. I recommend. But uh, he speaks about how everybody is a uh, masculine and feminine energy, and yes. through different situations, we bring out the different energies. So everyone has a little bit of masculine. Everybody has a little bit of female in them. Some people are naturally more masculine, as you're saying, at the higher end of the spectrum. And some are just naturally more feminine. Yeah. And uh, that doesn't mean you're not a man. But uh, yeah, I wanted to include that. That's really interesting, well, dude. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I have, I have, I do know actually that everyone is masculine and feminine. Um, that everyone has that inside of you, you know, and like the feminine tends to be the emotional side. Um, yeah. And like, obviously that's why you get some more feminine men. You get some very like more emotional men, but then like you guys, you get the guys who are like masculine, who like tend to try and solve their problems very physically, who are very yeah. much like, okay, here's the problem. What's the solution? How do I execute? Let's go. You know what I mean? But then they like, leave like their emotions the, the monster, the yeah, it's like, yeah, and none of none are, none are wrong, but I think you should really try exactly. and get in touch with both. You should try and be as balanced as possible, but there's a time and a place where you need to be more, more in touch with your emotions, and then there's a time and a place where you need to be more masculine. You know. Yeah. Completely and agree. So. Um, Completely agree. I think let let's stick with the the whole vibe of uh, discussing what we think makes a man and like qualities that you should kind of have. Um, I'm really hoping that this YouTube video is live, by the way. <laughs> hey, man, we got to find out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we got to find out somewhere. It, it does say that it's recording, so worst case scenario, we'll just end up uh, Uploading. posting it afterwards and just apologizing to everyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think, I think what makes a man is, is getting rid of your ego. I think that's that's important. It's just to acknowledge how much you don't know, and to ac acknowledge that life is meant to be an in a lifelong learning process. There's never gonna be a you never arrive as a man. I think a real man is somebody who says, "I am where I am right now, but I'm gonna try my best to improve every single day." You know, I'm gonna try my best to be more respectful. I'm gonna try my best to um, protect the people around me i'm gonna try my best to look after myself take care of yourself you know what i mean like clean up like shave do those things don't like you look good like you have a beard but it's it's neat and it's clean you know what i mean it's not like you aren't looking after yourself like cut your nails you. <laughs> brush your teeth like clean your face you know like don't be gross man like be like look after yourself because this is your vessel this is your body um Treat people around you with respect, like I said. Um, learn how to be a leader. Learn how to, like, tackle your problems, you know, like, become more confident. And that's why I love exercise so much, and I know you do as well. It's because it's something difficult that you oh, do. Right. It's something difficult that you make yourself do, and you see progress over a long period of time, and that teaches you life principles. Discipline. True. Exactly, dude. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Um, I agree with everything you've said about your, your list, uh, but I would add in taking help from people is a big one that I see as a male. 
but that ties into you saying uh, letting go of your ego because if I don't know how to do something uh, and let's say I'm being a weak male, I'm going to try to force my way into do something and then maybe I'll do it completely incorrect or I'll just never do it at all. Whereas if I put my ego aside and I ask for help, then I might end up doing what I'm going to do it or it might even be like 10 times better than if I had done it alone. So I think asking for help is a big thing. And uh, I know when I was younger, I struggled a lot to ask for help. I always liked to be independent and do my own things. And I think if I had to have asked for help, it would have helped me a lot more uh, back in the day. So I think that's a big characteristic slash principle. Where do you Take think help. we got that idea from? Where do you think we? Where do you think people, men decided that we're supposed to do everything alone? And that we're, we're supposed to know how to do everything and just from the start tackle all our life problems by ourselves. Where do you think that that came from? I reckon it ties into uh, not more well, that we shouldn't express our emotion because uh, obviously we can't be struggling and show that we're struggling, so we just don't do it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, where it's do you so think silly. it comes from? It is silly. Because how are you supposed to know how to do everything? just the first time that you try something like it's 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 inevitable that you you're gonna need help you know and like i'm so guilty of it as well everybody is i think i think many women don't want to ask for help either because they see it as a sign that they're weak um so women struggle with it too but i think it's it's uh, a very male problem because men are framed as men to know how to men to know how to tackle problems you know you're not supposed to know you're not supposed to need help you're not supposed to like everyone what do you think of like the what do you what's the word um like the stereotypical um like man right it's supposed to be somebody who knows how to do everything and somebody like people go like wow look at him like he solves this problem and he knows how to do this and knows how to do that whatever like you don't look at superman in a movie like asking somebody for for help with something you know what i mean like so we get (laughs) put into like this framework of we're supposed to know how to figure something out and like it's unfortunate because in in real life you're never we're connected human beings are are meant to um be able to lean on each other for certain things you know this podcast i probably would never have started this if you didn't approach me and you didn't do half this, the setting up of things, half of this, half of that, it makes it, it doesn't make it half as difficult. It makes it like infinitely easier. You know, like two people don't think as smart as, as you know, like two people, two people together think as smart as five could individually. It's like, True. it's like an infinite increase in ability, like just asking somebody for help. And, if I come to you and I say, D, bro, listen, um, I'm struggling with this and I'd really appreciate it if you could give me some advice or you could help me out. How does that strengthen your, your connection to that person and how does that make you feel if I come to you and I approach you and ask you for help? True. People are attracted to your rough edges, man. People don't relate to someone that's perfect because not everyone is perfect. So be vulnerable and ask for help. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. Why? Why? 
people are acting like a like they got they know what's happening and they know what, they got everything sorted out. So when they see somebody putting themselves out there and that they, they sharing real stories or they, they actually they can admit when they're struggling, that that's a sign of maturity. That's a sign of yeah. being in touch with how you feel and and being in touch of your thoughts. Because again, you know, it ties back to the yeah emotions being in control. Yeah. Because when you have an ego, you don't want to be wrong. You know, when you can't yeah. do something, it's not your fault you can't do that thing. It's it's his fault that he made it so difficult, you know, or it's it's not my fault my parents didn't teach me how to do this thing. You know, we, we try and take the blame off of ourselves. We try and give it away to somebody else, you know. When when you ask somebody for help, that takes accountability. You have to re- you have to recognize that it's your fault first, that you don't know how to do that thing. So when you approach somebody, it's, it's, it's a vulnerability, you know, you, you become vulnerable in that moment. And the to, to really move forward and to really grow as a person, you have to be willing to be honest with yourself and admit when, when you don't know something, when you, when you're struggling with something, you have to, you have to be vulnerable to yourself first. You know, we're not, I'm not telling you like, it's a good idea now to just run around and go telling people things that you're struggling with because no one. No one really cares. <laughs> no offense. Like, don't, no, it's also true. <laughs> don't go telling people your problems because people have their own problems. No one, no one cares what you're struggling with, right? But when you go to them and you've, you've tried to figure it out for yourself, right? And you go to somebody who's, who you know has figured that thing out for themselves. Like, if I want to know fitness, I first learn it myself, right? Like, I'm like, okay, I'm acknowledging that my bad health my overweightness or my skinniness or my like super bad this whatever it is is because of the habits that i have and because of the um the thoughts and the, everything that i have my basically lifestyle so now i want to make a change okay so i've done the work to first get my ego out the door and i've recognized that it's now my fault but i know damien damien's been putting on muscle damien's been learning so much about fitness and um, I approach him and I say, look, man, like, I, I see that you've done this. You approach somebody with a compliment and you say, like, it's amazing that you've done this. Um, I really want that for myself. You know, I've been doing this, 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 that. And I recognize that I need to do this, this, this. Do you have any advice for me just starting out? That builds a connection with that person. That makes you feel confident because you that's a step forward. That's taking a step towards your goal, isn't it? And when you take True. a step towards your goal, you feel proud of yourself and you, you, you feel like you're making progress. So that's, that's, where, that's where self-confidence comes from. That's where self-esteem comes from. I just want to say with the, the example you use now, I think uh, my definition of a man, that is a very good example out there because one, you're taking responsibility for your actions by noticing that you are overweight and you need to do something about yourself. And for two, you're asking for help, you're putting that ego aside. So that literally portrays two of my principles about being a man. It's just, just pointing it out. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many things that this this podcast would go on for for hours if we had an infinite list of all the things and qualities that go into being a man. You know, like there's, there's how do you treat women? That's a podcast on its own. There's how do you treat... That's a big one. How do you treat guys that are younger than you that's a that's a whole subject on its own you know how do you how do you uh, act in a situation where you're younger and there's an older guy that you respect but he's not respecting you as a man he's treating you like you're a child and ignorant i hate that that's one of my 
that's something that I've really had to work on, dude. Like, I do not, I, it, it's an insecurity of mine, you know. When I when I look up to somebody who's a man, who I consider a role model, I've had a few. Like, some of them have been my sister's friends. Some of them have been teachers. So, uh, like, it's, it's obviously once or twice, you know, in especially younger years, it's your father usually, um, grandfather, like random men that you that you meet in like society um and then when they when you respect them and then they take that and, and abuse it and then they take that as a inflator for their ego and they're like yeah i am a man you know like you'll be there one day you know like don't don't tell me i'm gonna be there one day like help me to make progress now and feel good now that that's that's taking your power and really helping somebody when i was a prefect like i spoke to one or two grade eights and they were asking how do you become a prefect and i remember being in grade eight and my sister's friend twain he was he was one of my biggest role models and i spoke to him the other day about it you know he was this he was this good looking tall guy and he had like badges and he had like his blazer decorated the ladies loved him he played sports he was fit and he was healthy and i was this chubby grade eight you know I really looked up to him. He was respectful and he always spoke to me with respect. He didn't see me as some younger, chubby 14-year-old who's who's like following him around, you know. When I'd see him, he'd come up to me and he'd like say, how's it going, Brad? Like even at school in front of like the other matrix, like that takes a, a certain kind of humility, you know. A lot of people would, sure. just, would, would just say like, I'm better than this person. I'm not going to talk to them, you know. So he was definitely a, a role model for me. And he, he showed me how to treat people that are in a position that are lower than you and how to empower them. Because what's the point in being in a position and, and abusing that, uh, what do you call it? Like when someone looks up to you, that aspiration, what's, what's the point in taking that and just, you know, throwing it in the, in the, in the dustbin because you want to inflate your own yeah. ego. That's such a tragedy. When you can literally mold, mold them. Yeah. True. Such or a tragedy. Mold them. True. Yeah, man. Um, what you're saying now, I found it uh, quite interesting about how it like trickles down, you know, because I can uh, I can also share a similar story to that where I used to swim and I used to chill with uh, the older guys that were in my swimming club and they used to treat me like one of their, their own, you know, with the banter and everything like that. And uh, I noticed that their influence on me helped a lot with uh, my relationship with the younger people. That sounds <laughs> weird, but you know what I mean? Um, so if I had to see like, let's say, um, okay, I mean now 19, 20, sorry. And there's someone that's 16, like I'll treat them like, like another 20 year old. I'll go up yeah. to them and be like, what's up, man? Give them a fist pump, you know, and treat them completely normal. But anyway, I'm going off topic. It's interesting to see how it trickles down, how you had an experience like that. And you probably treat them the same way, the younger people, the same way that Twain treated you and for myself included. So the change literally starts with us, man, because all we have to do is treat somebody like that once. And when they grow up, they might treat other younger people the same. And it's like a continuous cycle, man. Yeah. And who knows, dude, maybe those gradates that I speak to, they become prefects. And now they, they're passing it down to gradates that they speak to. You know, and they, they for the rest, I'll never forget Twain, dude. Like, if something had to happen to him, even if I don't speak to him for the next 50 years of my life, something that, like, a small conversation can change the course of your entire life. 
Like if something clicks exactly. inside of you and you understand something, if somebody makes you feel a certain way, you know, he made me feel like I was a man, like I was valued and I was worthy of speaking to him. Like I know he was my sister's friend, but he spoke to other grade eights. It wasn't just me. He, he treated yeah. everybody the way that a real leader treats people. So a man, a man doesn't have to be this like person who's an overachiever um, and, and like becomes a, a role model or like a leader in certain things but that idea of what you what you are is what you pass on so if you don't want people to be the way that you are like if, if you had, if you had to have kids right now and they were if they were exactly the way that you are right now would you be happy with that a lot of people wouldn't be a lot of people wouldn't be very happy with that so that that should be a sign you know it's like what are you doing in your free time? If your kids did exactly the same thing, would you be proud of that? You know, is that what you want to pass on? If if every young pretend pretend there's a crowd of like young kids who look up to you, and they're trying to learn what does it mean to be a man? Like how are you supposed to act? How are you supposed to treat people? If they if they're watching you all the time, they watch they watch what you do, not what you say. You know, like if like maybe yeah, let's pretend. Well, let's use another example, right? Like, there's like, let's say an older man. Uh, you you see that he's he's achieved a lot, and maybe maybe he's a businessman or something. This is completely like, made up, by the way. And you wanna you wanna be like that when you grow older. Like, you wanna you wanna ask and approach him. Um, you wanna learn business advice or something. So you ask him if he can teach you something, and he says. Um, I didn't achieve, I didn't become a real man until I was this age, so you shouldn't worry about it. Like something that he might have good intentions, but it's actually him uh, being a bit insecure that somebody so young is looking to that level at that age, you know. Like, so if, if, if somebody who was 10 years old came to me and said, how do I get fit and healthy? Maybe I'd feel a little bit insecure about the fact that when I was 10, I was not thinking about being healthy and being fit at all. So now I don't want him to be fit by, by 12 because I wasn't, I wasn't fit till, to, till 17, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's small things like that, but it, it's what you pass on. You, you want to be the, the exact example of what you want your kids to be like. If everybody in the world was you, what would the world be like? If everybody thought the thoughts that are inside of your head, what would the world be like? And I know there's there's something that I wanted to talk about uh, in this in this episode. And you and I spoke about it before we started recording. And we said that we needed to address the fact that certain cultures have certain rituals and certain things that um, are like becoming a man rituals. Like yeah. I know that in uh, like in in high school, we obviously majority of the culture is is Osa and they go to the bush at, I think it's 18. I don't want to, I don't want to state facts because I don't really know it that well. Um, I think it's 18 when you're meant to go to the bush and you come out as a man, right? So when we're talking about when do you become a man, it's, it's with respect to those things, you know, we're not saying that we're not, obviously that's at a certain age and that's following a certain ritual and stuff, but we, we obviously understand that. And in yes. the culture now you're classified as a man, after you go through that ritual but those those guys who go through those rituals 
Um, I don't, I'm, I don't exactly know, but I'm pretty sure that they go through some sort of a, a, a leadership or some sort of like a, an education as well as to how you're supposed to act when you come out. I know that when you come out, you're supposed to dress a certain way. So I know that it's very heavy on the, on that self-image thing that we were talking about. So it's all about how you posture yourself in society. I'm not talking down on, on anything. I know that there's probably some rituals in, in uh, I think, Jewish as well, a certain age. Um, but if you come out of that thing and you still treat people disrespectfully and you still treat people in a certain way that you don't want to be treated, then, then for me personally, this is where I'm going to create some polarization polarization with, with some people that are maybe listening maybe some people sure step on, i'm gonna step on some toes here to me you're not a man no matter what ritual you've been through if you don't treat people the way that you want to be treated you know that's 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 not my culture or whatever i don't necessarily have any rituals where you become a man at a certain age i think in western culture it's 21 or 18 or something but for, me, key, it's, yeah. for me it's for me it's not an age there's no numbers there's no physical steps to step on for everyone it's a different process everyone goes through different stages at different times people learn different things at different ages you become a man you become a man when you set the intention and you know it's a lifelong process and you're going to learn and you're going to learn forever basically but I, don't I was about to say yeah it's a continuous struggle man literally every day you need to decide to be a man and you need to sit down and define the principles that mean being a man to you and you need to stick to those principles every day for every situation for every moment you might have a certain event that's a cataclysm catalyst cataclysm that catalyst, uh, yeah. catalyst <laughs> that uh makes you start thinking about being a man like for you you said that you need to there's like a certain awakening that gives you the point or for uh the cultural people it might be the going to the bush or the what, what's the the Jew one, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The Jewish yeah, one. I, th- so, I think it's called a bar, so, um, bar mitzvah or something. Bar mitzvah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there, there could be a certain cataclysm, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a man. It's a continuous process every day. You need to decide. I think those rituals are beautiful. Like, I love that idea of rituals and all of that stuff. But it, it, it absolutely needs to be combined with principles of your behavior and your character. You know doesn't matter where you are in the world it doesn't matter if you speak uh like japanese or if you speak french or if you speak Osa. it doesn't matter what language or what culture you are there's certain principles that are involved as to how you treat people you know so you can start practicing being a man before you go through that ritual and then that ritual just solidifies it you know but you get to choose if now you go through this ritual and you're gonna you're gonna grow as a person, and you're gonna be a leader, and you're gonna inspire people younger than you to look forward to becoming a man, and to look forward to going through that ritual. Or are you gonna use this now to to blow up your ego? You know, are you gonna use this now as ammunition to throw at the younger kids and, and tell them that they're not worthy because they haven't done it yet? So, I'm not saying anybody does that. But I'm just saying that it's a choice that you have to make. And we all make that choice because we all have different physical things that we think make us a man. Like I remember got, like being younger in high school, hanging out with friends. Um, like because most, 
most girls your age hang out with guys that are like three, three, four years older. Like that's just that's just True. East London life, you know. I think it's the same everywhere. <laughs> girls are just girls just want to be with older guys, right? And the guys who would have cars, you know, like they had these massive inflated egos, and like most of the time it wasn't their cars; it was like their dad's car or like even if it was their car, right? But that's not a re- that's not something that now makes you a man. Right? There was this one guy. Like, I, I'm actually, I'm hesitant to even tell the story, to be honest. But, like, he, he like, half rid me over, me and my friend, like, like drove over us in the parking lot. Like, an empty parking lot. And he just, like, rode straight at us. We had to jump out the way. He, like, opens his door, calls the girl that we were with to, like, get in the car. Because, like, he's her lift, right? And we were what? like... We were like, dude, you, you just like almost rode us over. And he's like, is there a problem? And we're like, dude, what do you mean? Like, you just, you just almost rode us over. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, I don't know if those were the exact words, but we were, we were just like, what do you mean? Like, confused, like looking at each other, like, is this happening? And we were young, dude. How do you, how do you act when, you, when you're 15 and there's a 19-year-old or 18? I don't know what his age was. Like... Zooming at you in a BMW, like music going crazy. And like, he zooms up, steals the chick you with, and like, you know, he's like in your face. Like, how do you act when there's a guy three years older than you? When you're 15 and there's somebody three years older than you, that's quite a size difference as well. No, I think um, that's like. Sorry, sorry, I spoke over you there. Sorry, sorry. Now, nah, please, I was kind of finished. I was hoping you'd rescue me. <laughs> I think uh, that's that's a perfect example again of you saying um, how that someone can be a man younger than uh, an older man because this guy was 19 and from this yeah, story he does but it was crazy it was weird yeah was something weird situation he does not sound like he was a man whereas your guy's reaction was a lot more manly in my opinion like what are you doing you know like you weren't looking to fight anything you were genuinely asking like dude what are you doing <laughs> you, know? you know, so, so I think that's a perfect example of what you're saying earlier. It's like insecurity, I think, dude, when people lean on something external to prove that they're a man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you lean on the fact that you're older to prove that yeah. you're a man over this person. Or you, yeah. you lean on the fact that you've accumulated this physical thing over the fact yeah, that yeah. this person has not. But yeah. being a man is not about your age. It's not about your size. It's not about how tall you are, how thin you are, how fit you are. It's not about how much money you have. It's not about yeah. the size of your appendage. It's not about any of that stuff, dude. It's not about... <laughs> it's, it's, it's genuinely about how you see yourself in your mind and how in control you are of your emotions and how you treat other people, I think, bro. So I don't know if you want to add anything, um, but I'm quite comfortable to to start wrapping this up i think we've covered so much yeah i was, a, I was about to say um i do want to tell a little story and then after that maybe we can both just sum up and then yeah maybe call it we'll, maybe we'll spark something for me to carry on talking after that um <laughs> uh, i just want to ask there's some noise in the background i don't know if you can hear it on here does it sound like an airplane no it's people talking but if you can't hear it that's beautiful oh your house no yeah no, no my laptop's making like starting no, to no, no, no. because I got this microphone being powered through there. I got this uh, background light <laughs> that's being powered through the laptop, so it's obviously overheating. So I thought that you could hear the fan spinning. 
No, no I, I, can't, can't I can't hear um, the speaking. talking coming through. That's beautiful. Okay, so um, like Brad was saying uh, about how being a man does not mean your age. Uh, I'm addressing the younger people in the audience, if there are any. <laughs> when I was uh, younger, like 12, I used to think that being a man was going through puberty, which it is, but I'm talking about in the emotional sense. So when I was 12, I used to get uh, bullied quite a bit by the same uh, older guys I'm talking about from my swimming club back in the day, which I mean, it was part of their banter, but I took it as bullying because obviously I was jealous because I wanted to go to puberty, go through puberty. So um, I used to get quite upset about that and speaking to the younger audience, like it's so dumb. <laughs> why, why would you get upset about that? I mean, literally, it's out of your control. You can't force yourself to go through puberty. You can't just wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to sprout bole. <laughs> and then you start sprouting bole. Like, it's out of your control, man. So It's not a decision you can make. Exactly. Don't rush it. Just take it as it comes, man. You don't have to go through puberty to be a man in the emotional sense. Yeah. I, yo, dude, I remember this. It's like guys talking about, like, Hey, are you, are you growing hair yet, bro? Are you growing hair? Like, just, and like, it's, it's, maybe it's just curiosity, but it's, it's also to be like, oh, I'm growing hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, like, let's check your armpits. I'm, I'm <laughs> actually, I'm somebody who, who is going through puberty very slowly for some reason, dude. And like, I'm being open about that. I barely grow facial hair. Like, I shave probably once a week and it's all blonde, like bum fluff. You know, it's like. I'm not, I'm not growing facial hair. I know that there's people who go through life and they never really get to that point where it's like they grow much like bodily hair at all, you know. But it took me a long time to start like getting pubic hairs. Like I was probably like 14, 15 when like I've, I've started to get like the first signs of it, you know. And like I remember playing, yeah. uh, like I enjoyed rugby in school and I was always never as physical as the people my own age and i think that has to do with like maybe slightly less testosterone you know like there's so much to play and you sh like the important thing is to just never compare yourself to anybody especially if they're comparing themselves to you you know like everybody wants to just know it's not necessarily an ego thing of trying to see if you're better than somebody else sometimes it's just because you want to know that what you're going through is normal sometimes you just want to know that you're okay and nothing's wrong with you you know, like, you know, like, is it actually going to happen? Like, I don't want to be 20 and nothing's happened yet. It will happen. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some cases, some people are only 20 when they go through puberty. And like, that can be a bit scary because people are starting to go through it five years before that. You know, but everybody goes through things in their own time and you, you don't need to compare yourself. Like, you don't need to compare yourself. Everyone needs to, I still compare myself, bro. Like. I still want to know that what I'm going through is normal. I still want to know if my thoughts are normal, my insecurities are normal. They are. Just know that they are. Everyone is going through their own type of vibes. Everyone's learning their own lessons. That's why you don't treat people in a negative way. That's why you don't talk down to people. Because you know that if someone came to you and made you feel small, you wouldn't like it. It would break you. It wouldn't feel good. So don't do it to other people. Literally. Yeah. Completely agree. So with that, I think we can call it. Uh, I think this actually, I feel very proud of us. I'm quite chuffed at this episode. Brad, I enjoyed this so much, dude. This is so fun. Dude, I hope uh, this video is on YouTube right now. 
and I hope Me it's too. not just you and I having a phone call and none of this got recorded, <laughs> none of it got uploaded. You'll, it'll be so wack. No, I'm sure it has though. But even if I it hasn't, it's a good chat. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, D. Thank you so much, uh, guys. Give us uh, a like and a, a comment. Tell us what you liked the best. Um, would really appreciate it. I know D and I would be really keen to reply to your comments. Um, maybe yeah, you can yeah. tag us on your social media. Um, let people know about it because we think that we're really going to be able to help a lot of people with this podcast because especially men, obviously maybe women are, are curious if they want to listen to some of the things that guys struggle with. But on a more serious note, like we're trying to help people to know that what they're going through is normal. And, you know, we, we'd love to have guests. If you have any stories that you feel like people could really benefit from, if you're willing to come on the show and, and be vulnerable with us, we'd really appreciate having you on. So just let us know. Um, and we're really looking forward to the next few episodes. So we'll probably be live again next week, Saturday, same time. So definitely try to be on. Thanks Every lot, Saturday, guys. same time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, yeah, like I just wanna, I just wanna, as something like Brad said, uh, a big thing about this podcast is just uh, relatability. So, yeah, that's it. Ask us questions. Ask us questions. And maybe, maybe your question will be the the topic for the next episode. So thanks a lot, guys. We're gonna call it yeah. Cool. Cheers, guys.